This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. So a while back, I posted about a lesson I had created for the Brain Rewiring Certification, which, by the way, planning on opening up enrollment for that sometime in summer. So if you're on the wait list, you'll hear about it then. But the topic was the energetic causes of weight gain. And this is something that comes up a lot as a coach. And so I had created that module for the coaches that were getting certified because it kept coming up with some of their clients. And, you know, the question is really, why is it that certain people hold on to weight despite eating really well and exercising? And even if their labs look really great and spot on, why is it that some people hold on to weight? And it's a really good question. And there are a lot of reasons why our bodies might hold on to weight. But, you know, I love getting into the energetic side of everything because there is an energetic side to every physiological issue. But when I posted about that, I was flooded with messages asking me to talk about this topic because I'm sure many people are curious about that for their own lives. And I had kind of forgotten about it, but I was going back through the BRCC content and realized I should make a podcast about it. So Today, I want to talk about five common energetic reasons why people gain weight or hold on to weight. So maybe this is helpful in your own life. And what I'll say is weight loss can be very multifaceted. And with every health issue, I think it's really important to look from every single angle. But we're not going to touch on nutrition, exercise, gut health, all of that stuff. In this episode, we're just going to talk about some energetic reasons. And I know most people who listen to this podcast are pretty health literate. And I know it can be so frustrating when you feel like I'm eating really well. I'm taking care of my body. Why am I still holding on to this extra weight? And I mean, really extra weight, not just, you know, the healthy amount of body fat to have on your body. So you have a period, like if you're actually holding on to extra weight, I would take some of these factors into account. If you are interested in the nutrition, exercise, lifestyle components to this, I would definitely recommend my course, Wellness Foundations. It's included in the membership. So in the membership, the Channel Collective, you get access to that entire course plus hundreds of other video trainings. But I do have a whole course in there about optimizing your physical body because I think that's really important for raising your vibration to unlock everything else and just having that clear high vibrational vessel. So check that out in the membership, the channel collective. There's a lot in there. And I know sometimes people don't even see everything (laughs) that's in there because there's so much, but 
There is Wellness Foundations, which is all about optimizing your physical body. There is Ascension School, which is a library of exclusive trance-channeled messages from different Ascended Masters. And then there are hundreds of video trainings on manifestation, intuition, brain rewiring, all of my exclusive downloads. Plus, you get access to pre-release podcast episodes without any advertisements, monthly Q&A calls with me, monthly high 70 energy healing sessions, monthly manifestation calls. It is jam-packed and completely pays for itself like a million times over. So check that out. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash membership. Also, if you aren't already subscribed to me on YouTube, head over there. I've been making so much YouTube content. I really, really love doing long form videos. I think it's so much fun. And I know most of my stuff on Instagram is blocked, but I think YouTube is so much fun. I've been creating so many videos about intuition, connecting with your spirit guides, manifestation, and there are a bunch of channel messages on there as well. I just made some videos about nutrition and intuition. Just go to youtube.com slash Christina the channel and you'll find all the content. And if you enjoy topics like today's and the connection between physical health issues and energetics, let me know. Leave a comment on a recent Instagram post or post in the free private forum because if you enjoy this type of content, I am happy to make more. I have worked with thousands of people and have a lot of experience with the energetic roots of different health issues. I think it's the missing piece for so many people. So I'm curious if you want more like this let me know. Optimizing my sleep is absolutely crucial for being able to do everything that I do with enhancing my productivity, my energy, being able to be a clear channel, show up in a number of different ways, produce all the content I produce, my creativity, everything. That's also tied into my health and my hormone regulation. And one of the simplest tools I use for this is wearing my blue blocker glasses. And I have tried so many different brands. The best ones out there are Blue Blocks. They are the best. If you're using the orange glasses, they're not blocking the full range of blue and green light needed to really give you the full benefits, which is why I love Blue Blocks Sleep Plus Red Lens. I noticed a huge difference in my sleep. I've tracked this and I see a huge difference in REM sleep, deep sleep, my productivity and my energy. In the morning, I don't wake up feeling jet lagged. It also helps to even out my hunger because when my sleep's off, then you have all of your hunger hormones out of whack during the day. It's a big cycle and something so simple you can do is wear a pair of blue blockers. And I am definitely on screens later than I should be. So I put these on when the sun goes down and it makes the world of a difference. If you are also on screens past when it gets dark, I would strongly recommend getting a pair. I'm also on screens pretty much all day. Well, depending on the day, because I'm on my laptop so much. And that's where the blue light clear lenses come in. These are blue blocks, daytime lenses. These help to reduce any digital eye strain, headaches, migraines, macular degeneration. And I wear the blue light, which is best for people who work in more natural light. But if you struggle with any type of seasonal depression or you work under harsher artificial lighting, check out these summer glow yellow lenses. These will make a huge difference during the day. So I really think that every entrepreneur and or anyone who works on screens a lot should arm themselves with a pair of sleep plus red lenses and a pair of blue light or summer glow lenses for during the day. 
this investment will have a huge return on your health, your productivity, your mood, your energy levels, your hormones, your adrenals will thank you. I wore different blue blockers before, but my life totally changed when I used blue blocks. These are 100% backed by the science. They have about 20 different frames to pick from, so you will definitely find some that you like. You can also send in your own frames if you want, and they offer a custom-made prescription service as well. Personally, I love the Parker frames. The Hudson frames are the blue ones. I really like those. And the crystal lenses. I get so many compliments on those. So if you want to try them out, head to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And you can use my code Christina for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com and my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off. When you get them in the mail, make sure you take a picture and tag me on Instagram so I can see you in your new glasses. Okay. So let's dive into the five most common energetic causes of weight gain. And I'm not going to count stress as one of them, but stress is a common factor in all of these. You'll see that theme popping up and stress is a really common cause of weight gain, but we're going to get a little more specific energetically because what I know is people who get energy healing done regularly lose weight. And if you go through brain rewiring, you often lose weight. Again, only if you have weight to lose, but it's really common when people utilize those forms of healing, even if weight loss isn't their goal, but if they do have weight to lose, it just starts to fall off and their body shifts to be whatever's healthiest for them because we're getting to the root of any of those energetic causes of the weight gain. So stress is definitely an underlying factor. I can't emphasize that enough and I actually think most people don't realize how serious that is. (laughs) And a lot of people say, yeah, I'm not stressed out. And they don't, they don't realize how much just the daily worries or the negative self-talk is creating stress in their bodies that can cause them to hold on to weight. So I do think that more people need to take that seriously, but let's dive into number one. The number one most common energetic cause of weight gain that I see in my practice is holding on to energy from other people. They're just taking on other people's energy and overlapping with this, not cutting cords. So people who have a lot of cords that need to be cut and people who are holding on to energy from other people. When we're holding on to other people's energy, so this could be holding on to their emotions, we're internalizing it, we feel like we have to be the one to transmute it, and or we're energetically attached to so many people who are kind of draining energy from us and also kind of transferring their energy to us in in that way through different cords that can manifest physically as body fat especially around your waistline it's actually a pretty common thing for energy healers and intuitives to gain weight if they're not cutting cords often enough so if they're not making sure to stay on top of their clearing practices, releasing practices, cutting their own cords daily, keeping up with that energetic maintenance for themselves. It's not uncommon for for intuitives and energy healers to hold on to that extra weight, which is one of the reasons why it's really important to make sure that we're clearing ourselves as, as healers. I cover this in my psychic development course and in the Ahai 70 energy healing training, because this is so crucial. And I don't think people talk about it enough, but you have to think about, you know, when you're processing so much energy, if you're intuiting, if you're channeling energy, you want to make sure that that 
is actually moving through and released and not just stored, but also if you are, you know, energetically connecting with a client or even a family member, friend, and we have the energetic connection and we don't cut the cords, we don't release what isn't ours, or we take on their emotions instead of just holding the space, we're actually just like taking it on, which most people aren't aren't totally aware of the nuance there, but it is a different thing, right? I can I can hold space for somebody, but I don't have to take on the energy for them. A lot of people are used to just taking on other people's energies. And then it's sort of like that person energy dumps and you're like, oh, okay, here it is. And then we never release it. If we're holding on to all of those emotions for someone else or whatever energy, that can store in our body and manifest as weight gain. I have seen this with a lot of my clients and their partners. Let's use an example of a husband and a wife. So let's say the wife comes to me. I've seen this like so many times, I can't even tell you. And energetically, she has you know, a really strong cord to her partner, but she's holding on to her partner's sadness or frustration or anger, or whatever it is, not, not even necessarily toward her, want to make that clear, but just any emotions he's felt and she's trying to support him. But in the way that she's trying to support him, she's actually like taking it on as her own. So then he doesn't even have to process his emotions on his own. And she doesn't realize she's doing this, right? This is all energetic. But then I'll look into the energy body and I'm like, you're carrying all of his stuff right here in your solar plexus, in your sacral. And it's not your job to carry this. And so if we release all of that energetically, if we cut the cord and cord cutting doesn't mean relationships end. It just means we're not plugged into people. I have seen clients lose weight like overnight, big time <laughs> from this. So that's just an example. It's really common with with romantic partnerships and it's really common with close friendships. It's really common for any type of coach or healer or intuitive with their clients. I had a coaching call a couple months ago in I actually don't even remember which group program. It was probably BRCC or no BS physical. I don't even remember. But I remember describing my whole energetic detox protocol when I'm like really clearing everything out and what I do every week, every day to clear myself and release any energies that aren't mine. And and the the girls were like, wow, that's that's a lot. And I'm like, well, this is part of the job. It's part of, you know, like it's like showering, you know, it's like being a professional athlete. You're going to take a shower after you work out. It's part of the energetic maintenance. But after I described that and talked about the importance of it, a couple of the girls went and finally cleared themselves and did a lot of releasing work. And and multiple of them, like two days later, messaged me and they were like, oh, my gosh, I dropped like 10 pounds because it was just inflammation or extra weight from carrying energy from other people. So that is one of the most common ones. I see one of the most common energetic reasons that people hold on to it or feel like they can't release it. They aren't cutting cords with clients. They aren't having energetic boundaries with clients or family members. They're holding emotions for other people. This leads me into number two, which is they're not releasing their own emotions. And I think that physical emotion release is something that a lot of people forget about. I know that was a huge breakthrough point for me about two years ago when, you know, I feel like I'm pretty good at feeling my emotions and processing them and sitting with them. 
But what I wasn't very good at was actually releasing them. And I had learned to be, I don't know, I guess calmer about the whole thing. When I was really little, I, like when I was really little, I was very expressive in my emotions and I would like scream and cry and yell into my pillow and pound my pillow. And I remember when I would get upset, I would, I would, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like five-year-old me. I would get so upset about something. And I remember I would just stand up and I'd run up to my room, close the door and put my face in my pillow and scream and pound on the pillow <laughs> because I needed to get it out of my body. But I also, even though I was little, I also knew that I didn't need everybody else to be involved. I just like needed it to get out of my body. It's actually a good skill. Um, <laughs> but then as I got older, I just kind of suppressed things and I would more think about it and kind of feel it, but I wouldn't let myself like have a whole temper tantrum. And I think there's a lot of conditioning around that. And I know for me, people telling me I'm too dramatic and too expressive and too much and whatever the hell that is. But here's the thing it's healthy to release emotions. And so many people hold on to sadness or anger or frustration. And we try and process it in what we're told is a mature way, but the energy is still trapped in the body. It's still stored in the body. And that can manifest as inflammation and weight gain. And so if you can regularly have an emotional release practice, this is going to make a huge difference for you. And I know I've talked to a lot of my friends about this, where like if we just have a whole emotional release session it's like the next day our faces will literally look differently like you'll see the inflammation in your face go down my friend rachel barber talks about this a lot and i know she's had that experience many times too and i know for me when i give myself the space to pound onto my bed or scream into a pillow or just like jump up and down and shake my arms and scream and shout or whatever i need I don't even have to know what it's about, but when I let myself do that or when I just let myself sit and cry and fully just sob and like heaving sob, I'm physically releasing all of that trapped energy and I will notice a lot of inflammation go down and a lot of quote unquote weight gain is is inflammation. And then when we're inflamed, our bodies are stressed out, holds on to weight. So there's a lot of overlap. But remember that emotions are energy. And when emotions aren't released and they get trapped in the body, this can manifest physiologically. It could be a health issue, some type of dysfunction, but it can be weight gain as well. It's literally being emotionally constipated. And I will also say emotional constipation can lead to physical constipation. And if you're constipated in any way, you're probably holding on to extra inflammation or weight and probably affecting your hormones. Probably as in, I would say definitely, but you know. We're not supposed to say absolutes when talking to the general public. But the point is, let yourself feel your emotions. And there are different aspects of that. One is actually sitting and letting yourself feel it, which a lot of people actually avoid that. So sitting and letting yourself feel the anger, the resentment, the shame, the sadness, the depression, the guilt, whatever it is, no judgment. Just let yourself feel your feelings and allow yourself to be in the feeling. The more you try and avoid it or suppress it, you're just trapping it in your body. It's going to come out at some point. Do you want it to come out physically or do you want to let yourself actually feel it and move it out and move it through? So let yourself really, really feel it. And then how can you release it physically from your body? Crying is powerful. 
Screaming is powerful. Jumping up and down and dancing is powerful. Breath work is super powerful. But so often people either just suppress their emotions to begin with or they're like, yeah, I, I feel sad. And I'm just looking at them. I'm like, have you released it? Can, can we have a sobbing session? Like, let's, let's do this. If you don't regularly release your emotions, you will notice a huge difference in your body if you start to do that. And again, you don't have to even know what it's about, who it's for, if it's yours, if it's not. And maybe you do. And there's a lot of value in that too. But if you give yourself time and space to actually release the emotions, feel them, feel the heal physically release, let yourself throw a little temper tantrum in your bedroom, on your bed. Notice how much inflammation goes down. Notice how you release weight. It happens every time. <laughs> it happens every time. This is, this is, you know, one of the main reasons why energy healing and brain rewiring helps people lose weight because we are doing so much emotion release and trauma healing and inner child work. I recently posted a YouTube video about what I eat to raise my vibration. I also have a podcast about nutrition for intuition. I'm very particular about how I fuel my body and how I support it. With my history as a nutritional therapy practitioner and my work now, I see how nutrition affects our physical health, obviously, but also our productivity, our energy, and our intuition. And Paleo Valley is one of my favorite supplement companies because they offer whole foods-based supplements. And the truth is that with our soil and food supply nowadays, even eating a whole foods-based diet, a lot of people are deficient in some really important vitamins and nutrients. But there are so many supplement companies that have a lot of unnecessary inflammatory ingredients in their formulas, in the capsules, and need to really watch out for this. And this is why I love Paleo Valley. Everything is gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. Their Essential C Complex is one of my favorites and something I take pretty much every day. It is great for boosting the immune system. It has been shown to reduce fatigue and naturally boost energy. It's been shown to combat weight gain. It helps to regulate the stress hormone cortisol. It can help to increase collagen production and it's so important for detox. The thing is that most vitamin Cs are derived from GMO corn and only contain a fraction of the vitamin, ascorbic acid. This is one of the most common supplements that I recommend clients swap out because a lot of people just buy whatever generic they find at the store and it can be doing more harm than good. Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex contains the full spectrum with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C, just organic superfoods. It has three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C out there. Omelette berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. Every serving gives you 750% your RDI of vitamin C. I cannot recommend this enough. I also absolutely love their turmeric complex. I think everybody needs to have a high quality turmeric in their arsenal. If you don't take it regularly, then just having it on hand, whether that be for period cramps or your skin breaking out or aches and pains from exercising, over-exercising, any type of injury. But if you have an autoimmune disease, it's going to be really helpful for reducing overall inflammation. And again, I've tried so many turmeric complexes. This one is my favorite. It helps to fight inflammation, support healthy joints, support your brain health, support the immune system, protect against DNA damage, and it's highly absorbable. This contains turmeric in whole food form rather than just curcumin. So you're getting the whole range of benefits. Those are two of my favorite supplements from Paleo Valley, but I use almost all of their products, I think. Their grass-fed organ complex is amazing. I'm obsessed with the neuro effect. It helps my brain so much. 
We always keep a ton of their grass-fed beef sticks and their superfood bars on hand. So good. So if you want to try out any of the products I just mentioned or any of their other incredible products, just head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina for 15% off. That's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and use that code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. And I can't wait for you to try them out. The third common reason, common energetic reason why people hold on to weight, which is their bodies are holding on to a physical layer of protection because it doesn't feel safe emotionally or physically. And this is typically inner child healing or trauma healing. So if you were younger and you learned that you're not safe in your house, in your body, in whatever aspect, that could be from parents yelling at you, that could be from people hurting you, that could be from people telling you that you can't trust your feelings, that could be from people dismissing you, that could be from moving around a lot, that could be from having trouble making friends, that could be from getting bullied, from getting teased, that could be from getting your heart broken, having a really difficult breakup with a romantic partner or a friend. And I will say sometimes the events that trigger this energetic feeling of I'm not safe are things that when we look at them as an adult, we might think that wasn't a big deal. Or sometimes people even forget about it. And then it comes up again, the more we do work or it comes up quickly if it's shown in their Akashic records. But the point of me saying that is it's important not to overlook what was stressful for you at that time and, you know, not to judge what felt very overwhelming or scary when you were younger, but just to acknowledge that because wherever you learned you're not safe, well, now my body feels like I need to put on a protective layer around me and I'm safer if I have more body fat. It's literally like creating a layer of protection between you and the outside world. It is a physical manifestation of the energy of I need to hide. It's a way for us to hide of like, I'm going to pull on extra layers to keep me safe and to kind of buffer me from the outside world, which is also connected to I'm afraid to be seen, right? So being afraid of visibility of people seeing you, and that could be for any reason. That could be because you're afraid of criticism. You're afraid of heartbreak. You're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of success. You're afraid of failure. You're afraid to actually put yourself out there. You're afraid to actually take the next steps. And if you have that fear and you want to hide, sometimes our bodies will hold on to an extra layer because subconsciously you're like, I'm afraid, I want to hide. And then sometimes people even use that as an excuse of, oh, well, I can't do this until I lose weight. And they'll say that. So fear of being seen, but then also feeling like they're not safe. So it could be safe to be seen, but just it could be safe at all. It could be physical safety. It could be emotional safety. It could be, I just want to play small. I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to be too much. I don't want to get hurt again. And as I'm saying this, if you feel like this applies for you, you might be able to think of an event that happened maybe not even too long ago. Go back to the time if you feel like there was a clear time when you started gaining weight. What happened around that? What events in your life might have made you feel like I'm not safe? I'm not safe in my body or I'm not safe to feel. I'm not safe to be seen. I need to protect myself. I want to hide. I need a protective layer between me and everyone else around me. And this is really common with empaths as well. Like if we just 
feel like there's so much coming at us all the time when we haven't really learned how to protect our own energy. Sometimes the physical manifestation of the desire of, hey, I need a layer of protection is we hold on to weight. So it can be that overall overwhelming feeling as well. And then sometimes there's a trigger event. Often, often, most often, there is something that happened in childhood and or a little bit older, but usually childhood that then kind of leads to a pattern throughout someone's life where they keep attracting relationships that bring up that wound or that pattern. And all of those situations make the person feel like they're not safe or they need to protect themselves or they need to hide for one reason or another. So it's going to be most effective to go back to the root, the original event, and do some healing work and clearing around that specifically. And you'll notice that your body can start to release the weight. But if your body feels like it needs a protective layer or if it feels like it needs to hide, if it feels like it needs a buffer, then this can show up as as an extra layer of body fat. And I'll also say, you know, so many people will tell me about their life stories <laughs> after I've done an energetic intake and I already understand what's going on and I hear it from their perspective and they're like, no, I feel safe. And then I will say, okay, well, let me reflect back to you what you just said. And then when they hear it from more of a third person perspective, like, okay, so what you told me is this little girl experienced this, this, and this. Do you think maybe she would have internalized, it's not totally safe for me to be here, I need to protect myself, or it's safer for me to hide? And when they hear it like that, often they'll be like, oh, wait, yeah, I guess that does make sense. So again, it's important, even if you don't feel like you connect with, with that sentiment in the now, I would invite you to just open up your perspective a little bit and ask yourself if maybe that's how you might have internalized it at an earlier stage in your life, even if you didn't realize it. So we're just really looking at the energetic imprint. Fear of being seen. I have a whole podcast about that. <laughs> Go check that one out. Quick question. Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number and then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number, 205-883. 8280. You can opt out anytime, but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. I am so excited to get your text. Let's move to number four. We're on number four, which is your life isn't nourishing you. If we are not eating enough food, like if we're not eating enough food, if we are malnourished, that can lead to overeating, like binge eating. It's pretty common when people restrict a lot that they might binge. And or when you undereat a lot, you can actually put on extra weight because your body is stressed out. But the same applies energetically. So what I was just talking about was with eating physical food. But if we are not nourished, think about that energetically. So that could be with food, but also with our lives, that can lead to energetically overindulging, physically overindulging, 
this can be the extremist behaviors, the extremist thinking. This can be the adrenaline junkies. Cortisol resistance can get tied up in this a lot. And or it can mean physically holding on to extra weight. So the question is, where in my life do I feel nourished and full? And where do I feel hungry in my life? And so this could be in your relationship and maybe you don't have a relationship and you want one, or maybe you have one, but it's not filling you up. It's not giving you what you need. Maybe you're not treated the way that you want to be treated, or maybe maybe it, it feels like a really great relationship on paper, but deep down, there's just something missing. You don't feel full. Maybe it's in your social life, and that could be with friendships, maybe feeling like you don't really have an abundant social life, or maybe like there's not that much to do, or you could feel bored. You could feel like, I don't really have any activities that light me up. This could also be with your relationship with money. If you are really rooted in scarcity mindset around money, you know how they say living lean. (laughs) Well, the same way if your physical body is too lean because you're not eating enough food and then later on that can that can rebound and you can put on extra weight because your body's stressed out. It can be similar with the way you relate to money. And I'm not saying you have to make more money to lose the weight, but I'm saying it's about shifting your relationship with money. We talked about friendships and romantic relationships, but family as well. If you feel like your family life isn't full, isn't filling you up, that can leave you with that, that hungry feeling. If you feel like you're not full with happiness, with love, with enjoyment, like how do you want to feel what makes you feel lit up and full in your life? Because if you feel empty, if you feel like your, your cup isn't full, that's like chronic hunger. That's like chronic starvation energetically. If we are always people pleasing or always doing what everybody else wants, but not filling our own cups, if we're always helping everyone, we feel like we're not getting helped or supported. If we're just energetically drained by everybody tugging on us. These are all things that can make us feel hungry. Like we're not full. We're totally deplete. Our life should nourish us. And where do you feel like life is not nourishing you? Which areas of your life are not nourishing you? Food is a supportive energy. It gives us energy. Our life should nourish us as well. And sometimes this is us just feeling not full in areas of our lives that I just described before, which you know, maybe it means hanging out with new people, exploring new relationships, putting yourself out there, trying new things, having new experiences, trying a new sport, getting creative. Is your creativity bucket full? Are you letting yourself be creative? And are you letting yourself play? Are you letting yourself speak your truth? But also to go a layer deeper, where are you not allowing yourself to be nourished? Where are you not allowing your life to nourish you? Where are you telling yourself you have to do something to earn happiness or you have to do something to earn rest? Where are you not letting yourself receive love? Where are you not letting yourself receive support or friendship? Where are you not letting yourself receive fun? Where have you made things so structured or have so many rules or without even realizing it, or maybe with realizing it, like punishing yourself in in some ways so that you're not even allowing yourself to be nourished by life? So many people are in this cycle of feeling like they have to work for life and earn to receive 
And they typically get in this cycle so deeply that they feel like there's not anything they could do that would be enough to earn that. But the thing is, let life nourish you. There is so much to receive in this world. You can go outside and receive air and breathe in and receive the trees and the flowers and nature. You can receive love. You can have a beautiful conversation with someone and just feel that fill you up. Those are simple ways that life can nourish you. But if you feel malnourished in terms of life, if it's not nourishing you, this can lead to physical overeating, which can lead to weight gain, but it can also lead in energetic starvation, so to speak, which can have the same effects as physical undereating and rebound into weight gain. I want you to think about that. Where do you feel nourished in life and where do you, where do you not? And where are you allowing life to nourish you and where are you not? And let's move on to number five. Last but not least, number five has to do with your subconscious thoughts and beliefs and what you're focusing on. So if you keep telling yourself you're fat, if you keep telling yourself you need to lose weight, if you look at everything and worries, it's going to make me gain weight. If you're super focused on weight loss, it's going to actually make you hold on to weight. And then the beliefs you have about yourself and the beliefs that you have about your actions are going to influence their effects on you. So this is a common thing with manifestation. You want to focus on what you want, not what you don't want. So if you're focused on, I don't want to have this extra body fat, you're focused on body fat. The universe is just noticing what the intention is on. Instead, focus on how you want to feel and how you want to look. Most people do it the other way around. So all they're thinking about is weight loss and fat loss, and now they're just focused on weight and fat. Notice where your attention is and direct it to what you do want. And tied in with that, the more you think that you're overweight or you're holding on to extra fat, the more you tell yourself that you're fat, the more that you worry about getting fat. This is what your your brain is hearing again and again and again. And our thoughts that are on repeat start to become our identity. If we want to shift the way we are, and that could be how we physically look, that can be, you know, how we think, how we see ourselves. If we want to shift our reality in any way, it starts with our thoughts, our beliefs. So if we believe that we're overweight or we're carrying extra weight, what reality do you think we're going to create? So we want to shift those subconscious beliefs to be in alignment with, with what we want. And as we shift things energetically and with our belief systems, the physical catches up. So the same way that you can use brain rewiring to heal from a chronic illness or, you know, people have used that to unparalyze themselves, you can use it for weight loss. It's so incredible what the brain can do. But here's the other thing. If you believe that certain things are going to make you gain weight or lose weight, you're cementing that belief in and it can have that effect, right? So if you are looking at a big bowl of coconut ice cream with all of the toppings, looks so good. And you're sitting there thinking, oh my God, I'm going to eat this. I really want this, but probably going to probably gonna gain weight from it. Might make, me, might make me gain weight. Whatever your thoughts are around it, you're essentially charging that food with that intention. And if you believe that to be true and then you eat it, well, you're eating that with those guilty feelings, with that low vibration. And how do you think that's going to integrate in your body, right? We want to be charging everything that we're eating with the 
highest intentions, what we want, how we want that food to fuel us and nurture us. And we know that the intention we have when we eat food, the vibration we are in when we're eating the food affects how we metabolize it. But also with anything that we believe is going to get us a certain result, it's more likely to get us that result. I mean, this is how the placebo effect works. Like if I 100,000 million percent to my core believe that drinking this specific concoction of a drink or this specific tea is going to help me lose weight, I bet you it's going to actually help me lose weight. But if I believe that every time I eat my bar of 100% cacao, because you know that's how we roll here, hashtag pineal gland decalcification. If I believe that that's going to make me gain weight because of you know, the fat and the carbs, I don't know, whatever. That's the intention I have with it. That's the energy I'm eating it from. I'm eating in fear or guilt or shame or whatever, but also I'm associating that with weight gain. And then that's the reality I'm creating. And I bet you the more I eat that chocolate bar, I might put on weight because that's what I believe will happen. But the key thing with belief systems is we really want to be looking at the subconscious beliefs. And most people don't even realize what they believe subconsciously because it's not in their conscious awareness. Classic. But the point is, we really want to become aware of what am I saying to myself? What are my beliefs around different things that I eat, different activities that I do? If I believe that I have to kill myself in the gym to lose weight, what do you think my reality is going to look like? If I believe that the less exercise I do and the easier and more playful my life is, the more I release weight, well that's a different reality. So what do you want your reality to be? And what are your beliefs around different things that you eat and different things that you do? But also what are your beliefs about yourself? If you identify as someone who carries extra weight, if you identify as someone who, oh, I I always have, you know, things that people say, like, I have big thighs. I have, I have big arms. I always carry weight in my stomach. If you're telling yourself that, like you're somebody that always carries weight here, you are attaching that to your identity. And I know most people don't mean to do this, but it's important to realize what we believe about our identities, what we've attached to who we are and what that means. Because if there's anything that you want to shift, once you become aware of it, then you can start rewiring your brain to shift it. And check out the channel collective, the membership with the brain rewiring section, because I map this out for you or work with a brain rewiring coach. Either one, great. But if you are interested in that, that's what I would suggest. But the key is working on the subconscious level because so many people, so many people have things in their lives that won't shift because of what their subconscious beliefs are about their identity and who they are. On a conscious level, they're like, no, I don't think that about myself. No, of course I think I'm worthy and I'm beautiful and I am abundant. And then we go deeper and deeper and deeper. And then they realize, holy shit. I attached this belief to my identity when I was five, when I was eight, when I was 12. And I didn't realize that all that stuff was suppressed and in a box somewhere in my subconscious that I didn't open up until now. But when you shift what you believe about yourself, like on a deep subconscious level, you can shift your identity and we're then shifting energy within our body. And that will then manifest in the physical. So if you believe that you are somebody who easily gets the body that you are the healthiest and happiest in, and that becomes your identity, watch as your outer world shifts. It all starts with our inner world. 
So those are five of the most common energetic causes of gaining weight or holding on to weight. I hope this was helpful. If you did enjoy this, take a screenshot and post it on Instagram and tag me at Christina the channel. I love seeing when you're listening and don't forget if you haven't already left a rating and a review on iTunes, it only takes a second and it makes a huge difference for the show. Plus you get entered into a giveaway for a free card pull from me. All you have to do is take a screenshot of that iTunes rating interview and then email it to podcast at christinathechannel.com and you'll be entered into that giveaway. That's going to be it for today's episode. Send it to somebody if you think it would help them or if you found it interesting. Sure, they might appreciate it. And release some emotions today. Release some emotions. It'll make everybody feel better. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll chat with you again next episode.